Do you realize we're halfway through June? We are halfway through June. What does that mean? July is coming so fast. It's coming fast. And you know what's coming this weekend is Father's Day. So we got Father's Day this weekend. July is coming. Put that all together. What do you get? Turning Point SAS, the Student Action Summit. Get dad a couple of tickets to Student Action Summit. Who you got there? Not only is it a trip to Tampa, you got a trip to Tampa with President Trump. Governor DeSantis, Jack Posobiec, of course, Charlie Kirk, the rest of the cast and crew were all going to be there. Senator Cruz, Senator Hawley, Kaylee McEnany. It's going to be fantastic. You go to tbusa.com slash sass. The link is in the description. Use promo code POSO for 25% off. All caps, P-O-S-O. July 22nd, 24th, 2022. And while you're at the website, pick pick up a copy of The Conservative Response to the Great Reset. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today's June 13th, 2022, Anno Domine. Let's talk about what's going on today, folks. The president of the Brookings Institute has resigned amid an FBI probe into illegal Qatari lobbying. We told you so. Next, an Ohio teen beaten to death outside of LeBron James's school. U.S. Marshals have arrested three men charged with murder. Next, 10 Republicans from the Senate conference side with the left on red flag issues and other gun control issues, the new laws. And finally, mass shootings and the world liberalism made a new piece in Contra. All this and more head Human Events Daily. To our enemies, to our enemies, we will pursue you as only America can, you will fear us, and to ISIS and others, we will defeat you. General Allen, what can we say about General? You know, honestly, it's not just General Allen. You know what? It's not, and I don't want to beat a man when he's down. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I'll tell you something else. It's so many of the retired generals. The retired generals, the retired admirals, the people in this town, in Washington, D.C., where I sit right now, right here ensconced in the Turning Point USA Embassy, Capitol Hill, all right? The people in this town, they take money hand over fist from foreign powers and foreign entities all day long. The CCP money and the Qatari money are flooding flooding Washington they have been for years. And by the way, I know we're not supposed to talk about this anymore, right? But how many of the think tanks in this town and the defense industry in this town were getting money and doing deals with Ukrainian oligarchs? Shall we go back to the Clinton Foundation and the money they were taking? Number one donor, Viktor Pinchuk, Ukrainian oligarch. The same Viktor Pinchuk that when I went over to Davos last week, or two weeks ago, he was the one underwriting everything, the quote-unquote Russia war crimes house and the quote-unquote Ukraine house, right? All underwritten by Ukrainian oligarch Viktor Pinchuk, Igor Pasternak, donating to so many politicians here in D.C. That's how the game works. But the problem is that you got to be careful what you're doing because you slip up, you get caught, and finally, it's, it's amazing to me, right? It's, and it's probably surprising to so many of the people that are out there because this stuff never gets investigated. Nobody talks about it. I made a movie about this 
years ago called Blood Money, where we talk about all the Qatari money that's flooding D.C. And we specifically called out the Brookings Institute. Never thought anything would happen. Turns out the DOJ and the FBI, a little bit confused on this one because it seems like they're actually doing their jobs. So the four-star Marine General, the president of the Brookings Institute, announced his departure in a letter and provided no explanation other than he was leaving with a heavy heart, right? Look, let's cut the crap. Here's how the game's played. Here's how the sausage is made. The government of Qatar, the emir of Qatar, hands money over to the Brookings Institute, and then they publish papers and think pieces to get what they want done. It's lobbying. It's all foreign lobbying. And the foreign money is flooding this town. And then Allen, he picks up the phone. He calls who? None other than H.R. McMaster, who at the time was Trump's national security advisor. And what does he do? He, he does exactly what he was instructed to do by the government of Qatar, right? You are not a think tank president at that point. You are not even serving in a capacity for your country. You are now a foreign influence agent. The Brookings Institution has been a foreign influence agency for a long time. Remember, almost all of Russiagate ties back to the Brookings Institute. Fiona Hill, Igor Denchenko, the Steele dossier, all of this ties back to the Brookings Institute. And let's just take a look at who they were getting paid for when all of that was getting done. Follow the money. And that's what we do here, Human Events Daily. We've been following the money. Brookings Institute, by the way, takes a ton of money from the CCP. And it's interesting the way you can see the similarities between a globalist organization like Brookings or like the Atlantic Council, some of these other ones, and then Davos we come back from because you hear Ukraine all over the place, all over the place in Davos. You know what word I didn't hear once? What word never even graced the lips of a single speaker? What word didn't even have a, a, a policy a schedule, a subject, not even one session, not even a breakout session? Taiwan. None of them talk about Taiwan. Xi Jinping just signed an order this morning authorizing the People's Liberation Army to conduct special military operations. Our leaders are bought and sold, and the people who are sold out are the people of Taiwan, the people of Ukraine, and the people of the United States of America. I just saw the most insane tweet from Chevron, right? Chevron of all places, going woke. Uh, Chevron proudly supports LGBTQ plus minus equals dollar sign, etc. Come on, guys. This is, it's getting ridiculous. Big oil is woke now. Come on. It's getting ridiculous. And all across the country, we are getting sick of it. We're getting sick of the wokeness in the workplace. We're getting sick of these corporations. They're dividing us. They've got these big banks freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their views. The supply chain is falling apart because we depend on countries that are totally against our values. It is time for all of that to change. Well, how do you change it? You start it with your wallet. I am proud to partner with Public Square here with Human Events. Public Square is the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses that our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app that connects freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. It's so easy. You go to Apple App Store or Google Play, download it, start your account. If you have a business, whether you're a business uh, with restaurants, coffee shops, 
banks, etc. Whatever you are, right? You can list yourselves on Public Square for free. So it's so easy. Download it today. Public Square, Public SQ, Public Square. The link is in the description. I will tell you this, that Ethan Liming did not deserve to die um, that night in that parking lot at that hour based on what we know. You know. Ethan's loss is a loss not only for his family, as the mayor said, for everybody that he impacted by the law, another loss for our community. All of us. All of us. Every time we lose a member of our city, it's a loss for this community. Um, and, you know, I know that we are collectively as a community working towards trying to identify a solution to this. So a crazy story that I've been following. There's been arrests in it now, so we're going to talk about it. The U.S. Marshals have arrested three men aged 19, 20, and 21 over the death of a boy 17 who was found beaten to death in the parking lot of LeBron James's school, school that he founded in Ohio. Student's name, the teenager's name, Ethan Liming, 17, beaten to death on June 2nd outside. So this parking lot was on the basketball courts of this uh, school. It's called the I Promise School, founded by LeBron James. Apparently, there was an altercation that happened in the basketball court. Police are still looking into exactly what started it, but it seems as though teens in the victim's vehicle were shooting a splatterball water bead blaster and then appeared to approach another group on the basketball court at the school. An altercation broke out and the teens fired the soft gel gun at the group. Then, members of the group attacked, beat, and killed the 17-year-old. Local news actually reported from their sourcing that members of the group that killed the kid were bragging about killing him and bragging about it to their family members. And then the family members were bragging about the fact that he was killed. Now, obviously, this it because of the race element in this case, it's getting a lot of attention. So the boy, the 17-year-old boy was white. The three who that have been arrested for murder are black. Uh, also, the boy was under age. These three are all, what, 19, 20, 21. So they're all adult males. What's interesting, though, in this situation, and obviously there's still a lot more to go through, um, these jail guns, Right. You know, the question is, you know, are they as, you know, do they hurt? Well, yeah, kind of. Do they hurt more than a paintball gun? You know, no. Do they hurt more than a real gun? Obviously, no, it's not. It's not, you know, they hurt more than a water gun. Yes. Right. That's the point. But at the same time, that doesn't give you the right to beat and kill someone. Now, that's still murder. What's also interesting is that it seems as though the U.S. Marshals were involved in the case. And so that's interesting to me as well, because why were U.S. Marshals involved in a potential murder case? So we're going to get in more into all of these details. But what's incredibly interesting to me is LeBron James. I'll give him credit. He's put up a couple of tweets on this. He's mentioned it. But LeBron James, who's a guy that is usually leading the charge for social issues, LeBron James, who's always demanding justice for this thing or that thing that he needs in society... LeBron James, who won't say anything about the CCP and the Uyghur camps. No, no, no. Telling people they should pipe down when they talk about the Uyghur camps. This is your school, sir. This is a school that you funded. You just, he just visited it like a week ago. He was there. And so the question is, 
Mr. James, why is this taking place on the confines of your school? Guess what? And I love the media was trying to do this thing. They were trying to play this game early on in it where it was near the school. It wasn't, it wasn't in the school. It was near the school. It was at the school, right? Guess what? The basketball court, the parking lot, that's part of the school. That's on school grounds. Everybody knows that phrase. It's on school grounds. And so should I say that LeBron James needs to be held accountable for this? No, of course not. Is he to blame for this? No, of course not. But what I am saying, though, is that he's been awfully quiet about the beating death of Ethan Liming, 17-year-old kid, obviously goofing around. But the fact that he was assaulted, beaten, and killed by these individuals and is really flies in the face of everything we've been talking about in this country, keeping schools safe, keeping communities safe, keeping societies safe. And so, Mr. James... This is an opportunity for you. This isn't, I, I mean this seriously. I mean it in all sincerity. Stand up and show that you're not going to play politics. Demand justice in this case the same way you demand justice everywhere else. More kids than on-duty cops killed by guns. More kids than soldiers killed by guns. For God's sake, how much more carnage are we willing to accept? How many more innocent American lives must be taken before we say enough, enough? Well, once again, we've got 10 Republicans who have completely sold out their conference. Yes, as usual, what do you have? You have 10 Republicans that are siding with the left, siding with the Democrats on red flag laws and on more sweeping gun control legislation. We talked about this bill that just passed in the House. President Biden came up there. He talked about it. And Matthew, Matthew McConaughey came out and he was telling everybody how moderate he's going to be. He's telling her he's from Uvalde. And he, hey, we just need common sense. It's just common sense. Just put down those guns. You don't need them. Hey, hey, guys, come on. Take one for the team, all right? You can just, you can just take one for the team, gun owners. It's all right. Just put them down. Just put them down. Put down your rights. You don't need them. Why? Just some words on a piece of paper, some old paper. You don't need that. Some guy committed a crime. So you should be the one to blame, right? One person did something bad. So we should blame everybody else that didn't do anything wrong. Isn't that right? That's how we do things here in the United States. Look, I understand that there's a lot of like low status conservatives that want to go on board with McConaughey and say, oh, look, oh, look, one of the anointed celebrities has come down from on high and they're giving us something that we can work with and we can praise him. And then maybe we'll get a little, a little cup, a little saucer, right? You know, maybe we'll get an invitation to the White House, uh, you know, correspondence dinner. Please, please pick me. Please, sir. Can I have some more? Stop it. It's ridiculous. You look pathetic and embarrassing. We just played the clip from Matthew McConaughey from 2018. He wants to take your assault rifles. He wants to take your guns. He wants to take them away from people that have never done anything wrong in their lives. That's the problem. And these red flag laws, look, and we talked about how Dr. Oz promoted these on his TV show. 
Here's the problem with red flag laws. Because where's the limit? A red flag law is completely vague. It's so vague that anything can become a red flag. That's the problem with it. And there's no due process whatsoever. Red flag law is, guess what? Your, your ex wants to make a report on you. Someone you don't like at work wants to make a report on you. Boom, guns are gone, right? They will take them away from you in a heartbeat. That's the problem with this. And I've said all along, the mental health involuntary commitment procedure is already available. It's, it's 50 states have this. They call it a 5150 in New York, Pennsylvania. They call it a 302, right? It exists. We have the laws already, but we don't enforce the laws that we already have. In the Soviet Union, when the Bolsheviks were first coming up, before Bolsheviks were first coming to power, right? If you were a violent criminal, they would let you out of jail. But if you were a law-abiding citizen who was caught holding a knife, they would throw you in jail. The destabilization is the purpose. That's the agenda. That's what's going on here. You think this is all happening by accident? And so when I see these 10, and I will read the names. All right, we're going to read the names. Um, the legislation is backed, this is from Politico, backed by Susan Collins, Joe Manchin, Democrat Joe Manchin, Bill Cassidy, Chris Coons, Martin Heinrich, Richard Blumenthal, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey, 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 Pat Toomey, Roy Blunt, uh, Cory Booker, Richard Burr, Mark Kelly, Angus King, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, of course Mitt Romney, and Debbie Stabenow. Portman, Toomey, Blunt, and Burr are all retiring at the end of the year. I don't know how else to put it, folks. Stop supporting people that aren't actually going to support our rights. The Second Amendment and the right to self-defense, I keep outlining this. The right to self-defense is a civil right. That's why the Second Amendment exists. It also exists to preserve a free republic. It's right there in the text. You do not have a right to life if you do not have the right to self-defense. Now, again, I stated in the March for Our Lives mission statement, how do we do this? They've got three hallmarks here. One, let's ban the assault weapons for civilians. And to my friends out there that are responsible, owners of these recreational, or these assault weapons that they use for recreation, please, man, let's take one for the team here and set it down. So an incredible piece that was written by Catherine D in a fantastic writer. Go follow her on all the platforms. She's done a lot of work into Tumblr, how wokeness comes, you know, from this, this swampy sewer of the internet that we call Tumblr. A lot of that's moved over to TikTok now, but Catherine D has done a fantastic job of really an, an, an inter- internet historian, right? Kind of work in terms of actually going in and tracking this stuff, documenting it, seeing where it came from. She has a piece up, though, in Contra, which I think is fantastic. And it says, mass shootings and the world liberalism made. The debate over more or less gun control completely misses the horrifying heart of the matter. The modern world breeds the nihilism behind mass shootings. And this is exactly what we were talking about on the show last week, right? 
the idea that we don't have a gun problem in this country. We have a social problem. We have a problem with our society decaying and falling apart. We have a problem with our communities decaying and falling apart. And the problem is that we do have an ideology, right, that is pushing all of this. And that ideology is nihilism. The problem is our society allows for this. And she goes through, I'm not going to rehash the entire piece, but she goes through multiple shooters, including school shooters, all the way back to Columbine, including Sandy Hook, Adam Lanza, um, including um, James Holmes, the guy who shot up the, uh, the theater in Aurora, Colorado. But she gets into their actual words and writings. And it turns out, I didn't even know this, that Adam Lanza had a secret YouTube account that was discovered last year. We're probably going to dig into that more. That's worth a story all on its own. But listen to this. The debate over more guns or fewer guns completely misses the horrifying heart of the matter, the world built by modern liberalism, which took for its telos the maximization of individual autonomy and thus guaranteed total alienation, breeding the nihilism behind these shootings. Ultimately, the killers could not cope the way the rest of us do every day with the crushing weight of the existential angst that is the promise of, of liberalism. Even the more thoughtful takes on fatherlessness and mental illness are only still addressing the symptoms of the disease. Until we see this, the ground of the problem, we will be no closer to answers, let alone solutions, for these 21st century horrors. Fantastic writing. Go read this entire piece. This is the problem in our society. We destroyed the moral core of what our society was. And we did have a society up until the 1960s that was centered around what? That was centered around God, that was centered around the words of the Bible. Does that mean that we always made it there? No, of course not. But it was a shared set of beliefs that if you follow this, there is a promised land for you. But when you take that away and you say, just live for the moment, you do you, Find your truth. Seek your truth. I saw a guy wearing a shirt the other day. My religion is love, right? What, what does that mean? What is your promise in the end? Because if you're only focused on the material world, guess what? Entropy exists. All good things come to an end. You're going to die. I'm going to die. We're all going to die someday. Everything's going to fall apart and decay. If you don't have a belief beyond that, then where's your belief in reality? And that's it. That's all the time we have here. Human Events Daily. Remember our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends. And leave us your five-star review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. What do we talk about today? The president of the Brookings Institute. Oh, no. So sorry. You lost. Has resigned amid the FBI probe into an illegal Qatari lobbying firm. Next, an Ohio teen beaten to death outside LeBron James's school. U.S. Marshals have arrested three men. We'll be talking a lot more about that story. Third, 10 Republicans siding with the left on red flag laws and other gun control issues. And finally, this excellent piece in Contra, mass shootings and the world liberalism made. Now, of course, we here at Human Events Daily, like all of you, are fo focused very directly on the Supreme Court, focused like a laser beam. We know that those opinions are going to be coming out. Keep in mind, 
our studio is only about two blocks away from the Supreme Court. So we know that when the police are out in full force, when something's going on, the protesters, um, the activists, the supporters, that's all taking place literally right outside where we film this every day. So the minute Roe v. Wade or the Second Amendment decisions come down, Dobbs or Bruin come down this week, we will let you know. But first, it's time for today's history break. And of course, going back, it's on the Supreme Court to this day, June 13th, 1966, the United States Supreme Court ruled five to four in the case of Miranda versus Arizona that an accused person must be appraised of certain rights before police questioning can begin, including, of course, the right to remain silent. We now refer to that as Miranda rights. So either this June, July timeframe is when a lot of these major Supreme Court decisions come down. And so, by the way, I want to mention something. So I take Tanya to San Diego over the weekend. We're going to a wedding and we're there at the Navy base and we're looking at the USS Midway, some of the other ships that are there. And I'm saying, do you know what you say when you go on board a ship? I don't know. You say permission to come aboard. Okay, permission to come aboard. And I say, but do you know what you say when you come off a ship? He said, no, I have no idea. You have no idea? I said, no, it's simple. Permission to go ashore. And what do they say? Permission granted, go ashore. Ladies and gentlemen, you have my permission to lay ashore. 